Congratulations. You have just found the number one over 50 health and wellness podcast on the planet. Hello and welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge, and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life so that you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. We have another episode of The Coach's Corner today, so no guest, it's just me. And of course, we'll be back next week with our normal interview format. But this week, I want to talk to you about a weight loss method that seems to be all the rage right now, and that's intermittent fasting. But before we get to that, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by The Silver Edge. The Silver Edge is my online nutrition, exercise, and lifestyle coaching business catering to those of you over 50 who aren't ready to give up and buy into the common narrative of it's all downhill from here. At The Silver Edge, we take a health-first approach to working with our clients to help them build lean, strong, healthy, vital bodies that last. Look, there's no shortage of lose weight quick coaches programs and products out there in the world, but here's the deal. You can either lose weight quickly or permanently. If you're tired of losing and gaining the same weight over and over again, if you're tired of constantly dieting, if you have a poor relationship with food, exercise, and your body, then I invite you to book a call and see if our services are a perfect fit for you and your goals. The easiest way to do this is head over to silveredgefitness.com and click on the coaching tab, or just shoot me an email at coach at silveredgefitness.com. Okay, enough of that. Let's get on with today's show. Okay, I want to start today by doing my social media shout out. So I've got a couple of shout outs for you guys. And my first one is my fitness social media shout out. And I'm going with Archie Israel. Now, some of you OG listeners, that name may sound a little bit familiar. Archie was a guest on this podcast way back in October 2020. So he was one of my first guests. Great guy. He's got a fantastic Instagram account. His handle on Instagram is at Archie Israel. So that's A-R-C-H-I-E-I-S-R-A-E-L. But he is a great follow, lots of fun content on there. The highlight for me is every Friday he has his Family Friday videos. So if you guys are looking for some inspiring, motivating fitness content, check out Archie over there. Now for my personal social media shout out today, I want to shout out Brent Pella. That's Brent, P-E-L-L-A, and he's on Instagram as well. You can find him over there at Brent Pella, all run together. But he's, I guess he's a comedian and he's hilarious. Lately, he's been, he's done some videos where he's imitating Joe Rogan interviewing an alien. He's had a few, I think that alien's a bit of a, a video series for him. Um, he's been imitating Paul Saladino in some absolutely hilarious videos. I think Aaron Rodgers was one of his more recent ones. Anyway, just hilarious satire. So if that's your thing, check him out. And I will throw both of those into the show notes. You guys can find those over at silveredgefitness.com slash 215. Intermittent fasting for weight loss. Okay, so today we're diving into the fascinating and often misunderstood topic in the realm of health and wellness, and that's, of course, intermittent fasting. As you're probably aware, intermittent fasting is having a minute right now. 
It's been credited with things like optimizing your hormone levels, increasing longevity, weight loss, reduced blood pressure, reduced cholesterol, mental clarity, increased brain function. I don't know, maybe it even makes you clairvoyant. But today what I want to do is cut through the hype and specifically look at the practice of intermittent fasting for weight loss, since this seems to be one of its biggest claims lately. In fact, I'd be willing to bet that you've either tried intermittent fasting yourself for weight loss or you know someone who has. Over the centuries, fasting has been practiced for spiritual, health, and even political reasons. But in recent years, a specific form of it, known as intermittent fasting, has gained significant popularity as a weight loss tool. But what exactly is intermittent fasting, and how does it affect your body, and even more importantly, is it a viable and safe strategy for weight loss, particularly for those of us in the over 50 age bracket? And beyond weight loss, are there other health benefits that we can expect from this practice? Now, before we dive deep into intermittent fasting, specifically for weight loss, let's back up and talk about fasting itself and its historical content. Fasting, in its most basic definition, is the voluntary abstention from eating for a certain period. It's a practice that has been a part of human history for really for as long as there have been humans, for thousands of years, dating back to our hunter-gatherer ancestors who often didn't have the luxury of regular predictable meals and thus their bodies had to adapt to sometimes long periods without food. But fasting isn't just a response to scarcity. It has also been adopted purposefully as a part of most cultures and religions around the world. In the Islamic faith, for instance, we have Ramadan. This is the holy month during which followers fast from dawn to sunset. In Christianity, we have periods of fasting such as Lent. And many Buddhists also follow a routine of some type of intermittent fasting. But besides spiritual and religious reasons, fasting has been used therapeutically for ages. The ancient Greek physician Hippocrates, often referred to as the father of modern medicine, recommended fasting as a health remedy. He believed that fasting enabled the body to heal itself. Over the years, the practice of fasting has evolved. The 20th century saw the rise of various dieting trends, some of which incorporated fasting or very low-calorie periods, and it's in this context that the concept of intermittent fasting emerged as a more structured regime which alternates between defined periods of eating and fasting. While fasting might initially sound like a hardship, our bodies are actually remarkably well adapted to it. And as we're going to discuss here in a few minutes, some compelling science suggests that fasting, and perhaps even intermittent fasting, might offer several health benefits. Okay, so we just talked about what intermittent fasting is, and we talked a little bit about its historical content, but let's just talk about the specific practice that we're focusing on today, and that's intermittent fasting. So you often see intermittent fasting abbreviated as IF, and it's not a diet in the traditional sense. It doesn't prescribe what foods to eat or even how much food to eat, but rather when we eat. It's a pattern of eating that alternates between periods of eating and fasting. So the concept of intermittent fasting gained traction probably in the early 2000s, but it really took off in the health and wellness community here in the last decade or so. It's been popularized by several leading health experts, and it's been the subject of many scientific studies by now. 
Now, there's several methods of intermittent fasting and each one with its own schedule and rules. Here's a couple of the most common. So probably the most common today is the 16-8 or even the 18-6 method. This involves fasting every day for 16 to 18 hours and restricting your daily eating window to 6 to 8 hours. So, for example, if you finished your last meal at 8 p.m. and you don't eat until noon the next day, you're technically fasting for 16 hours. Another form of intermittent fasting is the 5-2 diet. And with this method, you only consume very low calories on two non-consecutive days of the week. Typically, that'd be around five, 600 calories, maybe even less, but you eat normally the other five days. Another form of intermittent fasting is the stop, eat, stop. And this is a complete 24-hour fast done typically once or maybe twice in a week. And then I'll throw this other one out. It's called OMAD or one meal a day. So O-M-A-D, one meal a day. And that's exactly what it sounds like. You're just going to fast for a 24-hour period and you're going to eat one meal, one big meal, I would presume, during that 24-hour period. Now, these are just a few examples and there are many, many variations of this. But the idea behind all of them is to give your body a break from eating and digestion, which as we're gonna talk about here in a minute, can trigger a variety of physiological changes. So you might be thinking, okay, so why, why do people do this? What, what's the point of eating in these fasting windows? Is there something besides just weight loss to this? And so let's dig into a little bit of the science behind intermittent fasting. When we eat, our bodies spend a few hours processing that food, burning what it can from what we've just consumed. Because it has all of this readily available, easy-to-burn energy, typically in the form of glucose derived from our food, our bodies will choose to use that energy before our bodies start to burn stored fat. So during a fasting state, several things occur in our bodies on the cellular and molecular level. Insulin levels drop, which facilitates fat burning. The blood levels of growth hormone may increase as much as fivefold. Higher levels of this hormone facilitate fat burning and muscle gain, along with several other benefits. Additionally, cells initiate important repair processes, such as removing waste material from our cells. There's also a change in the function of genes related to longevity and protection against disease. There are studies on animals that suggest that intermittent fasting can reduce inflammation, improve heart health, and increase lifespan. Now, keep in mind, these are studies on animals. We certainly need long-term human studies for further confirmation, but the signs seem to be promising. The effects of intermittent fasting, though, go beyond just these physiological responses. Intermittent fasting has been found to improve mental clarity and concentration, and in fact, even help you live longer. Okay, so now that we've explored a little bit of the science behind intermittent fasting, let's dig deeper into some of these health benefits associated with this practice. Now, it's important to note that while the benefits can be significant, they vary greatly among individuals. Factors such as your overall diet, your level of physical activity, your genetic predispositions, and even your sleep habits can influence the results of intermittent fasting. Now, one of the most 
talked about benefits of intermittent fasting these days is weight loss. And we're going to put a pin in that because I'm going to come back to that here in just a minute. But beyond weight loss, there are numerous potential health benefits. And here are a few. Number one is heart health. Studies have shown that intermittent fasting may improve various risk factors for heart disease, including blood pressure, cholesterol levels, triglycerides, and inflammatory markers. Another one is brain health. Intermittent fasting seems to increase a brain hormone called BDNF, and it may aid in the growth of new nerve cells. It's also thought to help protect against Alzheimer's disease, although certainly more research is needed in this area. Another benefit of intermittent fasting is longevity. Animal studies suggest that intermittent fasting may help animals live longer. For instance, one study found that rats who fasted lived 36 to 83 percent longer than non-fasting rats. While this is, in fact, a promising line of research, more studies on human are needed to substantiate these claims. Another benefit is reduced inflammation. Some research has found that intermittent fasting can help reduce inflammation, which is a key contributor to chronic diseases. Another potential benefit is improved insulin resistance. Intermittent fasting has been found to reduce insulin resistance, lowering blood sugar levels, which could help protect against type 2 diabetes. Another benefit is cellular repair. When fasting, your cells initiate cellular repair processes, including autophagy, where cells digest and remove old and dysfunctional proteins that build up inside of your cells. And another benefit of intermittent fasting is mental clarity and concentration. Many practitioners report improved mental clarity and concentration during periods of fasting. Now, these are just some of the potential benefits of fasting and intermittent fasting. However, it's important to remember that while this science is promising, it's not definitive. This is very young science. Although we've been fasting again for pretty much as long as there have been people, as a practice, intermittent fasting is fairly new and we need more research. Particularly, we need some large-scale human studies to fully understand the long-term effects and the benefits of intermittent fasting. So I'll finish up with this. Just take these benefits and anybody else with their wild claims of what intermittent fasting can do with a grain of salt. But Let's get back to intermittent fasting for weight loss because I feel like that's one of the main reasons that people are turning to intermittent fasting right now is to help them lose weight. When people find out I am a, when they meet me and they find out that I am a nutrition coach, one of the first things they ask me, really there's two questions, right? One is, hey, what about keto? And the other is, hey, what about intermittent fasting? And the reason these questions are typically being asked is it goes something like this. I have a friend at work who has a cousin who lost 30 pounds with keto, or I have a cousin whose friend lost 20 pounds doing intermittent fasting. So that's typically how that comes up. And intermittent fasting for weight loss, it seems to be all the, all the rage right now. And the basic idea is that when you enter this fasting state, your body has used up its glucose stores and it begins to burn fat for energy. So this state of metabolic switching is often touted as one of the primary mechanisms for weight loss during intermittent fasting. So again, intermittent fasting for weight loss seems to be all the rage, and there are people out there making these very outlandish claims, but here's where the science is today when it comes to intermittent fasting specifically for weight loss. It appears that when we control for calorie intake, 
meaning we have a control group eating in a calorie deficit but not practicing intermittent fasting, and we have an experimental group eating the exact same number of calories in a time-restricted eating window, there is no difference in weight loss between these two groups. Again, there's just no difference. And furthermore, intermittent fasting doesn't seem to be any more effective at long-term weight loss than any other dieting protocol, meaning that it has dismal long-term weight loss effectiveness. But if this is the case, why then are so many people making so many wild claims about intermittent fasting for weight loss? And the answer should be pretty obvious. It's because eating in a time-restricted window is causing them to eat less food plain and simple. It seems to have less to do with mitochondrial health and insulin regulation than it does with plain old energy balance. That is, calories in versus calories out. In other words, people who eat in a time-restricted manner tend to eat less food. It changes the eating habits for many people. Consider someone who's a late-night snacker. When they limit their eating window, say from noon to 6 p.m., they are by definition no longer late night snacking and therefore probably eating less food. So that brings us to the question of the day. Should you do intermittent fasting for weight loss? And the answer is, of course, it depends. I am of the personal opinion that the more restrictive you make eating, the less likely you are to stick with it long term. So my first question to you is this. Do you love eating in a time-restricted window, and can you see yourself doing that for the rest of your life? If the answer is yes to that question, intermittent fasting might work fantastic for you. But if you decide to do intermittent fasting to lose 20 pounds, and then you let's just say you actually end up losing 20 pounds, eating in a six-hour window every day, but then after losing your 20 pounds, you go back to eating like a normal human being, what do you think is going to happen? I think you and I both know exactly what's going to happen. You're going to gain those 20 pounds back and maybe even a couple bonus pounds to boot. Now, for those of you who think I'm trashing intermittent fasting, I'm not, or at least I don't mean to. I actually have an intermittent fasting protocol that I use for myself and it fits very well with my lifestyle and maybe it's ideal for you as well. You see, our human biology actually has intermittent fasting built in and it's called sleep. There's a reason we call the first meal of the day breakfast, because that's when we break our fast from the day before. I'm a big fan of 12-12 fasting. That is, I eat the last meal of my day around 6 or 7 p.m., and then I don't eat again until 6 or 7 a.m. the following morning. And behaviorally, what this means is I don't eat or drink after I eat dinner. So basically, I have 12 hours where I'm in a fasting window and 12 hours when I'm eating. In addition, I normally do a 24-hour fast once a month. And for me, that's normally the first Monday of each month. And what I do is I eat a nice big meal Sunday night, and then I don't eat again until Monday evening, which means I skip first breakfast, I skip second breakfast, I skip lunch, and I skip my mid-afternoon snack on that day. Now, during this time, I like to make a little extra room for prayer and meditation, and I like to sit with my feelings of hunger. Now, note that I'm not doing my 12-hour intermittent fasting or my monthly 24-hour fast for the purposes of weight loss, but rather for overall health, because it serves me well and it works with my lifestyle. So here's the bottom line. 
If you have a weight loss initiative, know that intermittent fasting is not a magic bullet. You'd be much better off making small, healthy changes that you are comfortable sustaining for the rest of your life than you would be trying to eat in a six-hour feeding window. Now, that being said, I'm a huge proponent of self-experimentation, and if you'd like to play around with intermittent fasting to see how it works for you, I'd recommend starting conservatively. Maybe the 12-hour method works for you. And I'll also leave you with this advice. If you've never done a prolonged fast, typically 24 hours or longer, I'd recommend giving that a try as well. So as we're wrapping up our discussion on intermittent fasting, it's important to remember the broader context of health and wellness. Fasting in all of its various forms has been practiced for millennia. The idea of cycling between periods of eating and fasting is not a radical or new one, but rather a return to the eating patterns that our ancestors were more naturally accustomed to. Intermittent fasting can be a useful tool in the toolbox of overall health strategies. It has potential benefits for heart health, brain health, and potentially even longevity. And who knows, maybe the science bears out that it has some potential benefits for weight loss down the road. However, like any health strategy, it's not one size fits all, but rather it should be seen as a potential method among many to improving your health and well-being. More than anything, it's vital to remember that maintaining health and wellness, especially as we age, is a holistic endeavor. And it's not just about when we eat, but it's also about what we eat, how much we eat, how we move, how we sleep, how we manage stress, and how we connect with others. All of these factors interplay to influence our overall well-being. Okay, that's our show for today, folks. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I want to let you know that we have other free resources over at silveredgefree.com. There you'll find our free guides with our top tips on nutrition, exercise, and healthy lifestyle to assist you in your weight loss and fitness journey. So feel free to head over there and download anything that looks useful to you. I'll put links to everything we talked about in the show notes, and you folks can find those over at silveredgefitness.com slash 215. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. One is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. The second is for you YouTube folks to click the like and subscribe buttons and you podcast folks to please consider giving this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today. And until next time, stay strong.